0: I was very young when this event happened to me, young enough to be scarred for life by what I witnessed many years ago. I was probably around four or five years old, I guess, old enough to walk and talk and use the bathroom on my own, but still young enough for everything to be a bit fuzzy now I'm an adult, but I have good reason to block out a lot of what happened that night. I grew up living with my aunt and uncle. I had lived with them since they took me in after what happened. Happened because my mother really wasn't ready to raise a child just yet. Look, don't get me wrong, I loved my mother. But she was still a teenager at heart. Still wanting to party and drink and do drugs. Just like any person like this, whenever she drank or did drugs, she lost all sense of judgement and made a lot of bad decisions. One of these decisions. One that led to this day. She's still unaware about just how much it screwed me up for life. Back then, my mother didn't really have a house of her own. She just sort of stayed the nights at her friends' houses, bringing me along with her. It was fun for me at the time. I would meet different people and their kids, making friends along the way. But then we would leave and I would never see them again. This also kind of made this event more unique for the time. I actually did make a friend who helped me deal with what happened. Her name was Emma. She was a little girl about my age. She was a very kind girl. You could probably say that she was my first official friend. This event that I keep mentioning is the reason why I'm terrified of the dark. To tell the truth, it really screwed me up since even though I'm aware there is nothing really to be afraid of in the dark. There is a subconscious fear I feel every time the lights go off. Another weird part of this event is just how well I can remember it. My memory isn't that good except for this one terrifying event... It was a dark and empty night in a small town my mother's friends lived in. Outside, you couldn't see anything except for what the street lamps were illuminating. My mother's friends lived in a small house in the middle of what could only be called nowhere. My mother, her friends, Emma and I, we were all hanging out in the living room. I was in the corner playing one of those educational computer games on a small computer that my mother's friend owned. Next to me was this big wooden TV cabinet that held a pretty big TV for the 1980s. In the middle of the cabinet, there was the TV. And on both sides of the TV, there was the biggest collection of VHS movies that I'd ever laid my eyes on. But at the time, I really wasn't interested in films, so I didn't really care for it. And then in front of the TV on an old blue rug was Emma. She was laying on her stomach watching TV while my mother and her friends were laughing drunkenly on the old brown sofa behind her. They continued their merry little party for a few hours until my mother became exhausted and decided to go to bed. Before she left, though, I remember seeing her turn around in the hallway to her friends and telling them to put me to bed in about 30 minutes. Then she went off to bed. It wouldn't be that long until I got bored playing the game. I turned towards the TV to go watch whatever was on with Emma. But right as I sat down next to her... I heard one of mum's friends telling her to go to bed, and of course she did what she was told, leaving me alone. Since she left, my mother's friends picked me up and placed me on the sofa. They looked at each other and laughed. I think I have a show you can watch before bed, one Fred said as he grabbed a VHS from his collection. The VHS cover was pure white, but a little beaten up. He took the tape out of the box and put it in the VHS player that was in a cupboard of its own under the TV. He then whispered to the other friend as he pressed play. His friend laughed at whatever he had said. "'Now don't you move,' the men said, as he and his friend laughed and left the room, leaving me all by myself.' The TV suddenly flared on with a bunch of static for a few minutes. Then some faint carnival-like music could be heard. The opening credits flashed on screen with more colours than I'd ever seen before, with a bloom-like text over the top. I can't remember much more than that about the opening credits. I couldn't tell you who starred in it. Though I can tell you that I had a faint feeling of uneasiness. As the credits rolled and the music became louder and louder. At the peak of the music's loudness, the music stopped. The picture cut to a shot of a very colourful living room. The walls were a bright yellow and there was odd furniture everywhere. It was a bit obvious, even to my four-year-old brain, that this was just a TV set that was hastily made. Some walls were more crooked than others, and some of the photos on the wall were tilted. That's when a man in a white lab coat hopped in from the right. If I remember this man correctly, he was a very jolly, skinny man who, to me anyway, looked a lot like Bill Nye, the science guy, but a lot more crazy. He began to talk to the camera, just like anyone else would in children's TV. He began talking about how he was looking for his friend. They were playing a game of hide-and-seek, and he wanted. He wanted our help to find him. Eventually, he found him. And that's when we learnt his friend was actually a ventriloquist puppet. The episode continued on just like any other regular kids' show, nothing special. It was actually kind of boring. That's when the first episode ended and the second episode began. The second episode began exactly like the first. The carnival music, the man looking for his friend. If it wasn't for what happened next... I would have thought I was just watching episode one all over again. But this time, the man approached a yellow door. He turned to the camera excitedly and said, I think you are hiding in there, but be careful. You never know what could be lurking in the darkness of the basement. Good thing I just changed the light bulb. He turned to the camera and excitedly told me, I think you are hiding in there, but be careful. You don't know what might be lurking in the darkness of the basement. Good thing I just changed the light bulb. So he entered the basement. He left the door open behind him for extra light as he began walking down the stairs. He turned to the camera excitedly and said that he thought his friend was hiding in the basement. But you could never know what was in there, and he was glad he had just changed the light bulb. So upon saying that, he entered the basement. He left the door open behind him for extra light as he began walking down the stairs. I could hear the eerie creaking of the wooden steps under his feet as he walked down the old steps. Midway down, he turned to the camera and said that he really hoped his friend was down there, and that basements, they can be very scary. Then he turned back around. The light bulb above him was really the only illumination of the basement. The light bulb. Suddenly it shattered and the room was swallowed by darkness. Despite the fact I couldn't see him, I could tell the man was becoming very nervous. His breathing became faster and faster. He then called out to his friend, his voice shaking. The camera then looked over to the doorway as his friend stuck his head out and asked him what was going on in a cheery tone. The man was obviously glad to see his friend, I think glad would be a bit of an understatement though. He begged his friend to toss him down a new light bulb as the sound of a low intimidating grumble began to be heard from the darkness. His friend let out this maniacal chuckle and in a playful tone told him okay. He literally tossed the light bulb to the man. The man couldn't catch the light bulb as he couldn't see where it was heading. You could hear the light bulb as it crashed onto the ground of the basement. Right as the light bulb hit the ground, everything went silent. Like all hope was immediately lost. The man's friend then silently closed his eyes while the man cried for help. The door clicked shut. And again, everything went silent. What happened next would be stuck in my head until the day I die. The silence was then broken by a man screaming bloody murder as a sound of monsters killed him. The show then cut to static for the rest of the video, then to black as I sat there in silence, forever scarred from what I saw that day. To this day, I can remember almost everything about what I saw. And I wonder what it was exactly that I did see. I don't remember the name of the show. I don't remember any of the characters' names either. If anyone knows anything about this show or anything related to it... I would love for you to reach out and let me know. I've been looking for this show for years and I can't find it. It's been tormenting me subconsciously and all I want to do is watch it. One more time. And confront my fears.